Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Greetings, comrades, and welcome to the Eastern Border. This time with another interview. This one's with Artur Slatkovskis, the director and creator of the first ever Latvian horror movie, which can be seen for free, legally, on YouTube even. And I'll give you a link in the show notes, but I wanted to support our local creators of awesome stuff, and uh, being a horror fan myself, I just couldn't resist having him on the show. So, hello, Arturs. How's your day? Hi, hello, fine, how are you? Well, um, working, apparently. So, uh, your movie, The Land of Blue Lakes, why the name, what's it all about, and how did you get the idea for doing this for a cinema? Well, first of all, I finished uh, uh, directing audiovisual in the Latvian Culture Academy, so by my profession I'm a film director, but I definitely don't work in the movies at all. Because in Latvia, we don't have a lot of movie stuff happening, and I work in the IT industry. But movies were always my passion, so that's why I decided that I need to film some big feature film. And that's what I did. And uh, I filmed The Land of Blue Lakes. Why the name? Well, I live in a region in Latvia, which is called Land of Blue Lakes, because of the quantity of the lakes around here. And that's why I thought, well, it's quite cool that uh, I will name my movie as the region is named where I live. Okay, and as far as I get it, because I still haven't watched the movie myself because of my girlfriend wants to see it and she has COVID right now, but uh, I heard it's a found footage movie. Why this choice? Did you work on the script and, and what movies did you inspire yourself from? The found footage was an uh, obvious choice because it's cheap to make and it's my first movie and uh, I made it totally out of my pocket. I didn't have any production companies or anybody to support me so i took my own money and decided to make it and uh, i thought well why not found footage because there's a big genre following after the found footage horror genre and i thought maybe it's really cool to work in something specific and also when i was a small child and i watched the blair witch movie i was so scared to go into the forest for like all the summer because i thought that it's real that uh, it really happened and uh, it was in the 2000s where you didn't have a lot of internet and you can't google if this movie was real or not and you found that it's real documentary and i thought okay i want to make my movie to look like real documentary so when people watch it they will think is it real or not or uh, so 
it decided that it needs to be a found footage movie. Well, the Blair Witch Project, after I saw the trailer for your movie, really was the first thing that came to mind. Uh, I don't remember when, but I think I saw the trailer for your movie in, in Forum Cinemas just before the Matrix, uh, the fourth Matrix movie, when I saw that one. What's the general outline of the plot? What's this movie about? The movie is about five friends who decide to film their video blog and uh, go around the land of Blue Lakes and uh, show the scenery and uh, make it to look like YouTube-style travel vlog. And uh, they go there and uh, apparently they discover some paganic stuff because uh, Latvia was a pagan country maybe 100 years ago and uh, they discover a lot of stuff happening around the pagans and a lot of rituals, a lot of monsters, a lot of worshippers and I won't spoil no more. But uh, the thing is, they go there as the travel vloggers, but they knew about uh, the pagan stuff in the beginning of the movie. And they are like discovering it, but they don't pay a lot of attention to it. But it keeps chasing them, that all the pagan motive through the, all the film. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've, I've seen quite a lot of um, pagan cultist movies lately. Uh, the Ritual comes to mind and... Uh, I think it was the ritual where they went to, went to Sweden and, and did stuff, but we really missed a, a, something like this in Latvia. If you think about it, we have terribly deep forests uh, in, in Latgala, in the land of Blue Lakes. A lot of people, like, uh, really, they enjoy going boating on the rivers, so I'm, I'm really happy that this really happened. Uh, what was the biggest challenge that you, you faced? Did some locals around when you filmed this came to you and asked, what are you doing, or... Were there some incidents with the locals or, or were you like doing everything super smoothly and everyone was prepared that you're making a horror movie over here? Well, the thing is, uh, there were almost no locals because, as you say, the Latvian and Latgalian forests are quite deep, especially when you go to this lake region. And it was like we really didn't meet a lot of people and we once met a person to just ask him for a water in his well on his small island where he also lived. And he was like, okay, yeah, well, those guys doing something weird, but that's okay. But the thing that was really complicated, uh, you know, it was the trip because I decided to make it feel real, to make it look real. We won't go to the place, film and go home. I decided if we go, we really camp there, we really stay in the small islands, and we really, all these days, we go on the trip with so much food as we have, with so much water as we have, and the beer, of course. And the uh, hard part was uh, I was trying to film it all, and uh, the actors, my friends, they were having fun, and I needed to direct them in the right uh, positions because we were there filming the movie, and uh, not just a leisure trip. And, uh, you know, as I said to my friends when I decided to make the movie, I said to them, okay, uh, guys, I will pay you for the trip. We will go to the lakes and we will travel for several days, but you will be filming with me a horror movie. And they were like, okay, yeah, sounds fun. <laughs> so they were quite prepared that we will film horror movie, but uh, the hard part was, uh, yeah, that we really did it in uh, real time. So to make it feel quite real. and. Uh, I took this idea uh, to be fair from the Blair Witch Project because as I read later from the directors that uh, they also took their actors and they didn't 
gave them the script, but they really scared them around in the forest and they didn't tell that they will scare them. So that's the similar tactic that I tried to put in my movie. I tried to scare my friends. I tried to do some improv stuff, but uh, without them knowing that this will happen. Oh, so so in, in a lot of situations, you actually scared the people who were your actors. Yeah, and who were my friends, so they were quite <laughs> okay. Well, this seems, this seems interesting. Uh, do you have a lot of, well weird deaths in the movie as well i mean i have to ask because when you watch a horror movie you really want to see some some gruesome stuff there as well it's part of the charm you know horror movies if you're making them found footage they have to they have to be based on something and so so i have to ask you well are the effects good because obviously you're you're not a big budget production but effects and how grimy it all looks it's part of the charm I, i suppose so can you assure me that I won't be disappointed by, by scary wooden monster cultist thing tearing apart lo- our locals? Well, you know, I'm in love with the slow burn horror movies like The Ring mm. or from the Japanese horror style. And uh, I decided to that I need to make this movie uh, feel real. So there is no like a gross I'm tearing uh, hands apart and uh, heads spinning and something. The The horror is quite contained and I did it uh, on purpose so in the end when I usually when I watched horror movies and in the end there's like some gruesome stuff happening I'm like okay it's it's totally a movie like I mm. I know that it's movie and it's not a documentary style and what I like about Blair Witch there's uh, not a lot of like gruesome horror happening but just a psychological horror yeah because that's that's I think that's the best part you know it's 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 the creepy feeling that's that's over there all the time for one, the latest best horror movie that I watched recently was Antlers, because I hadn't seen that one, and it presented itself as a big shocking movie, but it ended up being really, you know, creepy all the time. Those are the best vibes, I think, when it feels real and you can associate yourself with, with the characters. Although I have to say that my, my all-time favorite movie that I rewatch from horror genre is The Thing. What's yours besides, well, Blair Witch Project? Well, if I be honest... Uh... I really dig the Peter Jackson uh, Brain Dead movie where he's destroying zombies with the uh, lawnmower and uh, it's funny and uh, this movie is crazy and I I always also want to make some uh, trash style bloody horror gore movie but uh, probably next film or something and uh, I really enjoy it and uh, one of my favorite horror movies also is uh, From Dusk Till Down. Oh, Oh, wow, we're talking classics here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I really enjoy those kind of horrors too. And of course, I really like the Japanese ring because it's psychologically affected me when I first time watched it. I was scared of the mirrors. I was scared from the girls with the long hairs. So yeah, with my movie, I tried to do something more of the psychological stuff, the creepy feeling. And so it won't let you go till the end. And in the end, you just question all the stuff what's happened. Japanese horror is very, very specific. I'm a huge fan of Takashi Miike and his work. I watched the audition and everything. And then I watched Sukiyaki Western Django, where he pays an homage to Quentin Tarantino and it's a weird Western stuff. But talking about horror uh, and everything, you like the genre, I presume. So, well, are you getting some, some viewership here? Are you literally planning your next project or, or something? And and how many people have have seen the movie so far are you satisfied with that? Because of course we're tr- we're going to make sure that as many people as possible will go and check it out now. But uh, 
Well, I hope I hope the whole project was worth it at least. Yeah. Uh, when I made it, I was uh, there's a Facebook group, uh, found footage group, and uh, there's like forty thousand people in it, and they are all friendly, and they all just love found footage genre, and uh, they were one of the reasons why I really decided to do it in this genre. This group really supported me a lot because they are like my main viewership, and uh, they really watched the movie i chatted with them a lot and uh, i really love to chat with uh, my viewers uh, and talk about the movie and uh, as for now i really like how movie performs because there's a lot of uh, websites written about the movie and there's this big dread central also horror website and they also wrote about my movie and i was like oh my god it's crazy because they called it the best found footage you missed in 2021 Whoa. And I was like, wow, it's it's cool to to hear such kind of words about uh, your movie because it's just a passion project that I did and I just tried to put it out there and uh, try to earn back a little bit money, which I put in inside it so I can make my second movie. And uh, yeah, and I tried to show it to a lot of people. Well, dude, this sounds exactly how I started my own podcast. It also happened from like you know something that I wanted to wanted to show people. So I really really hope that your movie gets extremely big. How long did it take you to make the movie from the beginning when you decided to make it until it was finished? Well, uh, I decided to make this movie after I wrote already two scripts for the horror movies, mm-hmm. but they were all quite big, and I knew that I won't get so much money from my pocket. So I decided to make something small for my first movie to show the people that I can make movies, that uh, just uh, work with me, produce me, or somehow like uh, work together with me. So I decided to make a small movie, and I wrote this small f- script for The Land of Blue Lakes. I, I already knew the name of the movie from the beginning, which was quite a good sign, because usually you think about a lot about the movie title. And uh, we filmed it in five days. So it didn't took us a lot of time of filming, but uh, I edited it for one year because I edited it after my daily job. So it took me, I would say, one and a half year because there was three months that I did nothing with the footage. I I just left it and I was feeling, okay, I need to get uh, my mind off the movie so I can watch it fresh and edit it as I want it to look. Oh, wow. It, It took a whole year of editing. Was it like a lot of footage? Because I don't know, how many hours of pure footage did you have to shoot to make a movie? Well, for this movie, I had eight hours of uh, pure footage. Oh, wow. So in the end, I can edit the second movie from it, and it could be a totally different movie that uh, you can see now online. And uh, I really took a lot of uh, footage out. I filmed something more, so put footage in, and uh, it took me a lot of time just doing these small things and small stuff to make the whole product in the end uh, look like I really wanted to look. Oh, okay. And did you leave some some Easter eggs in, some little things that uh, only say locals will notice or something? Yeah, there was one uh, stone with the symbol on it, and uh, it's the symbol of uh, Zalktis. Mm-hmm. So it, it's the snake, uh, basically. And uh, it's the symbol which you really can notice if you understand our mythology or at least you read something about our mythology. And that's the symbol which like spoils some stuff in the movie. Uh But uh, if you really know the symbol, 
and it's like a small Easter egg to the people who really mm-hmm. who will really watch it. And you know what's the funny part is that uh, there's one American journal which uh, watched my movie like several times uh, when he was writing about my movie, and uh, he really started to notice this small stuff and he asked me about the symbol and I also told him what, what it means and he told me, oh yeah, it's, it's cool, it's cool that there's some small easter eggs left in it. Hello there, thank you for tuning in into another episode of The Eastern Border. We are so happy to announce that this episode is brought to you by our friends at russansov.com. If you're looking to buy new art, don't forget to use the code EASTERNBORDER for a discount on us. Remember, head over to russensoft.com and happy shopping! If, however, you want to support our show directly, head over to patreon.com or our website theeasternborder.lv to find out how you can help out. For all things Eastern Border, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Discord. And as always, thank you so much for supporting us. We really appreciate each and every one of you. That's all from me now. See you online. This podcast brought to you by RussianVoiceOvers.eu. Enjoy. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. How's the reception here in, in, in Latvia? Have you been recognized? Have big cinema people approached you about the future of collaborations or something? How's the reception here in, in our parts? The thing is uh, that in our parts, I when I studied, I worked uh, with uh, another film guys here. Mm-hmm. Now some of them are working on the movies and some of the movies are also uh, made from our uh, film fund money. So they're quite big movies right now made and uh yeah my course mates now they are also now making movies and uh, they are like ready to collaborate with me on the also future movies and uh, but they were ready to collaborate with me even before this movie because we studied together and we hope that uh, we can put a lot of new movies in the latvian cinema i, I hope that you do because latvia for one really i double checked we haven't had any horror movies before. And lately, finally, we had some comedies. I think it was, what was it? Homo Novus was the big one. That was pretty good. But I like the Criminalas Excellences font. So that was a pretty decent one. Otherwise, Latvians tend to make extremely serious or, or oftentimes sad movies. I, I hope that you eventually make some, some good, uh, I don't know, some comedic stuff as well. Because otherwise, uh, everything's pretty depressing because we like our depressive stuff i presume you you know in uh, this movie there's a lot of comedic stuff happening that's because we are just uh, comedic ourselves me and my friends 
because I'm one of the guys who started Latvian stand-up. Oh. Yeah. So, and uh, I was uh, doing stand-up when I was still studying in Riga, but uh, it's not my cup of tea because I like to write a lot of stuff and I couldn't just uh, write so much stuff for my stand-up every week. So I decided, okay, that's not what I should do. But I always thought that one day I will also make like full comedy movie, not just a horror genre, but a comedy movie. Mm -hmm. But the comedy genre is quite specific. I think it's one of the hardest really that you can make because you need to understand that every people has another taste in the comedy and you need to make it something broad or something very very specific and you need to find your audience for this comedy stuff but i made some short movies which were comedic and they were quite good i think quite okay but i need to make the big one well in this show you might be surprised but i try to translate soviet jokes into English. Some of them I can, some of them I can't, because, well, you know, making Khrushchev anecdotes about how everything happened and uh, translating all of those puns into English, yeah, that's pretty difficult. I should make a special about them sometimes. What's what's your favorite uh, Soviet-related joke, then, if you're good at this stuff? Well, <laughs> Soviet Union was not a joke, <laughs> believe me. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm trying to explain this, but, like, we've had a lot of comedy stuff as, as well happening there you know a lot of these comedic elements too a lot of them helped you know people get through all the hardships and i think that's one of the best parts that we have inherited from it is like you know we may have it tough sometimes but how yeah, we'll manage i think that's the best part that we even inherited here in these parts you know that we're, we're tougher people i guess yes i believe uh, tough stuff that we are really okay with uh, the stuff that's happening it's it's really in our blood uh, that we can live with it and we can joke about it i like that we really can joke about this stuff that uh, we don't look at it very depressing and sad we really can can dig it I'm mentioning this because, you know, uh, in a horror movie where I, I presume locals are kind of the main characters, how do you make this whole script kind of believable? Since, well, if a local person would meet some crazy people who are trying to be cultists, I presume first reaction would be to pick up a shovel and smack them on the head. Did you invoke some our local things into the main characters? Did you show them as, you know, being specifically people from the region or are, are they kind of foreigners who've, who've come to these parts or something i think that uh, probably we were the locals in the movie <laughs> <laughs> so we we try to be ourselves like all the movie we try to be ourselves and so it can feel something different so it's not like you watch another hollywood horror flick mm -hmm. with uh, some guys who just argue and scream because when i watched a lot of horror and a lot of found footage I really started to hate uh, this genre for some moment because it's 10 minutes in and everybody is arguing. Everybody are screaming at each other and uh, that's whole horror movie. And I decided, okay, uh, we we don't do that stuff. We are funny and uh, we have a lot of fun till we die in the end of the movie. <laughs> so I decided to uh, cut all the arguing uh, out of it and uh, try to show that... Uh, how you can be real friends and how we show friendship here. I think what makes me angry in horror movies is when characters, they don't act like reasonable people, you know? Oh, let's split up, we can cover more ground or something. You know, that's the most annoying part, when people in a horror movie uh, act like they have never seen any horror movies in their life. I hope that your movie is, is kind of more solid, but, you know, if you're saying that 
characters act like real people, that matters a lot to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope so. Uh, and uh, usually people like the movie if they are okay with the characters. And I saw a lot of reviews uh, that uh, people say that uh, they really like uh, how we are acting, how we are act real friends. And I'm always laughing because we are real friends who just try acting, but we don't act. We are what we are. And uh, when people understand it, they really like the movie. And there's another part of people who are sitting and uh, waiting for the arguments, for the horror from the first five minutes. And uh, they just wait for the horror and just uh, they don't really uh, relate with that stuff. So it's half-half. But uh, when people understand characters, when when you are together with characters and you feel this friendship, that then I probably feel that you will dig the movie and really like it. The real horror, I presume, would be if the survivor would come home and pick up the heating bill or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what was the budget in total for, for this movie? You said you put your own money in. What was the total expense? Like, difficult for you? I hope it didn't put you in too much trouble, you know, with, with all of our hardships. Definitely not. It was so cheap to make this movie, believe me, because uh, everybody were willing to work for free, and uh, it's cool. And uh, I put, uh, I would say thousand euros into it so it, it's quite okay and uh, if you don't cast uh, some marketing some facebook advertisements that i do for the movie and some festival money that i needed to put in but uh, the movie cost something like thousand and uh, as for the moment i can say it's all paid already for me so i would say that i made this project for zero right now because it's paid off and uh, i feel very glad that it's paid off because i know that uh, my next movie i can put more money into it hmm. okay and are you are you already working on the script or or the project yeah i i usually have so many ideas in my head uh, that i can't cope with them and uh, my problem is that if i get some idea if i get some script it's firstly written in my head not on the paper and uh, huh. and it's it buggers me at night sometimes when i dream my movie or something uh, but but yeah, I have a script and uh, I hope that this summer I can take a vacation and film the next movie. Well, talking about reviews, did you get any weird reviews as well? Like some something that is creepy, you know, so someone wrote something bad about the movie because they probably didn't understand it or didn't watch it or they didn't get the culture or something. Did you get some criticism about it, which, which I don't know, might seem interesting? Well, I don't know about the culture uh, because... Uh, when it was the culture stuff, usually reviews were good. Mm -hmm. I even know there's some people who wrote me personally and they told me, wow, I never heard about Latvia, first of all. Mm -hmm. And uh, I never heard about uh, Latgale and the land of blue lakes. And they told that they Googled a lot about it. They Googled our mythology. And I thought, wow, it's, it's really cool that uh, my movie is bringing people to know the region more, to know the Latvia more. And uh, probably the bad stuff was more of the people who didn't understand all this uh, friendship stuff that's happening between us and they were really just wanting like full-blown horror movie mm -hmm. not the creepy slowborn stuff and uh, there were some funny reviews uh, who probably maybe watched movies sometimes uh, maybe some two three times and they noticed some little details and they wrote about this but mm. i won't spoil anything so so are you are you happy with with the project? Do you think you you succeeded at in making the movie and will it be fun for people to watch? I believe yes. I'm I'm more than happy because uh, when I was doing it when I was editing I 
it, I didn't really know what to expect. And uh, if people will understand all this uh, stuff that's happening and all this, I won't say it's quite a standard type of movie. It's uh, half documentary style, half improvisation and some horror there. And I thought, can people watch the movie in such a format? And apparently people can. And uh, I really love that people uh, watch movies carefully and uh, really, really enjoy them and really find some small details, some small stuff, really loves them, loves to talk about them. And uh, I really love that what's what happened with the movie and what's happening with it right now like like you know i'm on your podcast and uh, you heard about my movie and it's cool because i never thought that i will speak in the podcast about my movie well it was it was interesting because i actually i saw and this is uh, this is for my listeners i i saw your post on latvia reddit we have a reddit group where uh, i sometimes just go and ask questions to fellow latvians about you know for people to send in to me some soviet stuff because you know we do people's studies about the Soviet Union, so we sometimes just grab people's studies from Reddit, you know, their newspapers or how their grandparents or parents used to live in the Soviet era, all that stuff. And then I saw your post and I thought, hey, might as well write in. So really happy that you could that you could make it here. But all in all, I'm really, really happy that there's something awesome and that can be seen, because I really thought that we as a nation missed some, some sort of a horror genre and it's really a shame that uh, I haven't seen anything much in, in wider wider media uh, about about this movie. I'll definitely try to poke some more people because hey, I think that well such projects are great. But uh, before we round up our conversation, do you have any I don't know any special advice? Because a bunch of people who are you know fans of the supernatural will listen to this show because we share a bunch of audience with with people who listen to a lot of true crime podcasts or something. Do you have any advice for people who watch your movie? to what they should pay special attention to, what they should focus on when watching your movie to kind of understand the most of it and get the most enjoyment. I would say just just go with it uh, because uh, that's how I watch the movies and that's how I wanted my movie to be. Just go with it, just watch it. And if you want, and after the ending, usually people start asking questions. And uh, if you want, just watch it second time and pay like a lot of attention to the details because there's a lot of scene a lot of talking and we talk about our specific gods in the movie our latvian pagan gods so probably first time watching uh, if you are not latvian you won't pay real attention what is this god and why did we even mention it but uh, if you are really interested you can after the movie check out our mythology or something and probably it will bring more light uh, to the movie and what's happened in it Oh wait, wait, let me let me plug our show here. We have a whole episode dedicated to explaining this this mystery stuff too. So if you watch the movie, go and check up the Eastern Border Latvian mythology, and and you'll hear me explaining that stuff to you as well. Also, I'm pretty sure that uh, Arturs, if the listeners will watch this movie and give me an email where they can email you questions, or maybe if they'll email me some questions, I'll be sure to ask them to you. Because if something comes up, yes, definitely, you can email me anytime. Uh, I'm always open to to talk, to chat, and uh, to about life or about the movie, whatever you want. Okay, definitely, everyone. I highly recommend you go and check out the Land of Blue Lakes. Thank you, Arturs, for coming over for a conversation. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, I'll definitely let you know after I watch the movie myself because so far I've seen the trailer. And I loved it. I loved it. So, hey, thank you for making this. And was really happy to, to have you on the show.
Thank you for listening to the Eastern Border Show. If you have any questions or comments, go to our website, theeasternborder.lv, and leave a comment there. Or email us at theeasternborder at gmail.com. We'll be sure to answer. You can also follow us on social media and contact us there. If you enjoyed this episode, then leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends about us. It really helps us grow the show. And remember, happiness is mandatory. 